How to build a competitive CV? A question I get asked about every single day by medical students who are applying to residency, pre-med students who are applying to medical school, and high school students applying to college. In this video, we'll go over the different things that admission committee members look at when evaluating applicants. The first thing that contributes to a good CV is scores. Standardized exams exist all around the world. For example, MCAT for getting into medical school, the USMLE, Step 1 and Step 2 CK for getting into residency, SAD for getting into college, and different international exams around the world. Having good scores on these exams puts you in the safe zone, makes you avoid filters, and might put you apart from other applicants. However, one mistake I see students continuously make when studying for standardized exams is that sometimes they think score is the only thing that admission committee members look at, and that is not correct. Because in some countries where score is the only factor in you getting into medical school or residency, that might be the case. So study as hard as you can and get the highest score that you can. Because in these situations, the score is the only factor that can get you into the residency or medical school or the college that you are looking for. So if somebody gets 99, you get 98, that person will get in and not you, even if you are an Einstein, even if you if you get a Nobel Prize. Because in those situations, scores are the only factor that is considered in the equation. But in the US and most countries around the world, the standard is shifting towards a more holistic review of your application. So scores are only a part of your application. And that's why we saw the step one, which is one of the major components of evaluating applicants for getting into residency. Step one has changed from a three digit score to pass fail. So now admission committee members would not look at the step one score because there is no score anymore. So they have to look at other parts of your application. So that's why trying to get a super, super high score sometimes might not be very helpful. Let's take an example of two students who were preparing for an exam. And for that exam, they had six months to prepare. Student A used the first three months to prepare for the exam and then used the other three months to do other things such as volunteering, research that I'll be talking about throughout the rest of this video. On the other hand, the second student used the whole six months to prepare for the exam and did not have enough time to do other things such as research, volunteering or extracurricular activities. The second student, because they had more time to prepare for the exam, they scored 99% on the exam. On the other hand, the first student scored 97%. However, what if the admission committee members don't look at these minor differences of 2% over 95%? Let's say they think anything over 95% is great. It's like an amazing score and they don't talk about these differences. So in that situation, the second student lost three months of their preparation that they could have used to do other things to boost their CV and be an overall better applicant. And the same applies to the USMLE exams. Sometimes students get so obsessed with getting a super high score to 70s and 280s and anything over 250 or 260 might be an amazing score. So that's why I'm trying to say having a great score is, is definitely an important factor, but don't spend so much time trying to get that extra two or five points while you can use that time to do other things such as building connections, research, and the other things that I'll be talking about in this video. So on summary for the first point, try to get a good score, but don't spend so much time trying to get extra few points that are not gonna make a difference in the eyes of the people evaluating. But what is a good score? Some people might ask. For residency applicants, step two CK is gonna become the main score that people will be looking at. So in that situation, I would be looking at the mean of those who apply and match in the specialty. Let's say the mean of those who apply and match into neurosurgery is 250. If you get a similar score to the mean score, that means you're on the mean, you might need to do 
some other things uh, that other people have done to be a competitive applicant if you scored lower you definitely have to do more things than the average applicant so my point is if somebody gets to 60 or somebody to gets to 65 or 270 or 275 i don't think that that's gonna make a huge difference in the way people will be looking at your application as long as you are scoring well that means above the mean way above the mean that is more than enough for you to qualify or check the box of the score so in summary for scores try to look at the data try to see the mean score of those who match in the specialty that you are looking for try to meet that mean or go a little bit above that but don't spend so much time trying to go way above the mean to get that extra few points the second thing that you can do to improve your cv is research i found research to be extremely impactful and helpful for applicants across the board different field different specialties pre-med to med school med school to residency residency to jobs research is very powerful why because you are making difference in people's lives you are changing the field by your research that's why research is important another part about research is that it helps you establish connections with people who are powerful within the field because ask yourself who are the people who publish in different topics those are the people who make a difference in the field which means people recognize their names so having their support will help you a long way in whatever endeavor you are pursuing and i personally did three years of research before i imagined to plastic surgery i did one year of research at the mayo clinic and two years at md anderson cancer center and these three years were extremely impactful for my application for my overall experience and that's why i created a research course from idea to publication to help future applicants learn the practical aspects about research and you can definitely check my course in the cards above and in the description below and i had multiple people ask me did you like your research years if you go back in time would you do it again and i would definitely do i learned a lot during my research time it helped me learn about the culture learn about research learn people in the field and that was a major part of me matching into my dream specialty plastic surgery however research is not for everyone some people do not enjoy research but i recommend you give it a shot because some people have not done research during their schooling, during college, and they think that they don't like research without actually doing it. So in my opinion, try it. Try a few months of research, see if you're someone who might be interested in that, and if you like it, it's gonna be a big part of your CV and make you a very competitive athlete. The third thing that you can do to build a competitive CV is leadership skills. So try to find opportunities in your school in which you can be a member of an interest group, a leader of an interest group, chair of a committee, be part of these organizations that are part of your specialty. For example, the American Medical Association has a section for medical students in different uh, societies for plastic surgery. For surgery, they have a section or chapter for medical students. You can do something that is not related specifically to medicine. You can be a leader in uh, a sport activity or in music activity. All these leadership skills can transfer to medicine. You can tell people that since I was able to manage a team, of other team members and um, will be able to do the same in residency so that's why programs look for different applicants we are tired of those who look exactly the same i love medicine i went into medicine i'm studying all day and now i want to apply to to residency we want unique applicants different applicants who would bring a different set of skills different set of experiences to our group so that's why i recommend all of you to seek these opportunities find time and do these things because we are past the time in which we only focus on scores we want all-rounded applicants who are experienced with life and can get good scores and that's why 
these things look very attractive on your CV. The first thing I want to talk about today is volunteering. You volunteering to go and clean the street, you volunteering to help poor uh, people in your city get medical care, get food, help organize a conference, help organize a marathon. There are endless opportunities and they don't have to be specifically in medicine. But I recommend that you do something you're interested in because as I said, there are endless opportunities and admission committee members don't only look at volunteering activities in medicine. If you have something that you are passionate about, even if it was outside medicine, it would still attract the attention of these committee members. That's why do something you're interested in and be careful about the time you dedicate for these things. If this is something you're passionate about, you might be spending a year of volunteering maybe in some country to help a certain type of individuals with certain diseases. But again, you have to be passionate about it because it's so much time that you might be also using to do research or finish school earlier. So that's why volunteering is tricky. You have to be passionate about it. It has to fall within your life goal of what you want to do in the future and then go out and do it. If you don't have a specific passion and or you don't know currently what is your passion, you can do volunteering activities that are short term, that are one time event. For example, you go and help organize a marathon that might be a day or two and that's it. Instead of you committing a whole year to do something that you are not sure that this is what you want to do in the future or this is your passion. So volunteering is another part that can make your CV competitive, but make sure it falls within your whole story, your whole life goals, and it doesn't take significant amount of time from your school. Number five is honors and awards. This is very important to make you stand out from the crowd. If you have a very unique uh, award that you gain by being ranked first in your school, being the best medical student in certain things, or being a champion even outside medicine in sport or in music, this is definitely a big part of your CV because it stands for who you are. It can make uh, people see how you fight for your goals. You try to achieve whatever you dream of. So that's why honors and awards are definitely something to show on your CV. If you have the talent to get an award, definitely go for it because it can make you stand out. Number six is educational courses. Educational courses that are not part of your regular schooling. So if you are, for example, a medical student, who is taking lessons in anatomy, biology, biochemistry, if you do an educational course about how to do statistics or how to become a statistician or how to do artificial intelligence, that can make you stand out. So again, you have to be interested in these educational courses. Don't just take any course because you want to add lines to your CV because these will take time. Sometimes they cost a lot of money. So try to find what is your passion. What do you want to do in the future? And take these courses to expand your knowledge, to expand your experiences, and they can also make you a more competitive applicant. Some might ask, what educational courses can I take? And the answer to this question depends on what you're interested in. What do you want to do in the future? What is your specialty? So you can go and look at the different courses available online, browse these courses, because most of these courses allow you to see portions of the course for free. So you can go and look at the free lessons and see if this is something you're interested in. You might be doing something relating, related to your specialty or something totally different. So if you go, for example, on Skillshare and see the different courses, maybe you, you can take a course about painting or about uh, making YouTube videos or editing videos or artificial intelligence. There is endless number of opportunities for you to learn. And if this is something you're interested in, this can have your CV look more competitive and also make you a more rounded applicant. Number seven is job experiences. Job experiences are another thing that you can add on your CV and make your CV competitive. 
This does not apply to all students because some students study college, then go to graduate school and then they graduate and start working. But some students do uh, take time off between their schooling years to do some work and collect money or because they change their interests and then they come back to school or some students study and work on the side. And these working experiences might add to your overall experience. So if you're an engineering student and you have a side job of a company, you manage a company, or you're a marketing consultant, or you're a medical student who's an administrator or an advisor, these experiences and skills make you stand apart from other applicants, make you a more competitive applicant. That's why I try to seek these opportunities whenever they, ex they exist, however, not at the expense of your schooling. So your scores and your knowledge about your specialty and what you're studying always comes first. And all these things that I'm talking about come on the side in your free time. And finally, extracurricular activities such as sports, music, painting, or any hobbies or interests that can make you stand out from other applicants. And the reason again why these are important to add on your CV is to show that you are not someone who only studies and goes to school and does nothing else in their life. It's not wrong to do that, to be only someone who studies and goes to school, but now with the large number of applicants, especially to competitive fields, it's becoming harder to convince admission committee members that you are competitive applicants with only studying as scores. That's why I'm talking about all the other things I talked about, definitely again not at the expense of your schooling, but having something that makes you stand out a different applicant is definitely a plus point on your CV. So if you're someone who competitively played football or basketball, won an award from that, or you're someone who loves painting and has uh, an exhibition coming soon or done a lot of paintings in the, in the past, or you're a competitive, a competitive swimming player, or just someone who loves to do that for fun, these are definitely things to add on your CV. So to build a competitive CV, it's more than just getting a good score. In this DNA age, scores are not enough. You need to have other things on your CV for your CV to be considered competitive. And these things include research, include leadership skills, uh, volunteering activities, uh, awards that you won, hobbies, interests, technically any experience or skill that you got out throughout your journey and made you the person that you are right now. But as I said before, this should not come at the expense of your learning. If you're studying medicine, you have to be competent in medicine first and then do these extra things that I mentioned to have a competitive CV. Your learning comes first and all these other things come in the free time. However, there is no perfection. You can't be perfect in everything, so you have to find the balance to be competent in the main thing that you are doing and also have other things on the side that can help you have competitive CV. And the points I discussed in this video are only related to competitive CV because being a competitive applicant is a different story and I'm gonna discuss that in a separate video, but this video I want to focus only on the things that can go on your CV. But there are way more other things that can make you competitive applicants that cannot be put in a CV and I'm gonna discuss that in a future video. And of course a big part of having a good CV is having a good design of your, of your CV. I've seen many applicants who have great content on their CV but it was not presented in the best way. So that's why if you need any help editing your CV to make it shine, make all your experiences shine out and convey everything, all the hard work that you did to the people reading your CV, make sure to check out our CV editing services which I will leave the link for that in the cards above and in the description below. 
If you found any value in this video, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel and hit the bell sign so you get notified whenever I post future videos on my YouTube channel. If you have any questions about how to build a competitive CV, how to be a competitive applicant, make sure to leave them in the comments below or feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Malki Asad, my Facebook page Malki Asad MD or our email info at the Thank you everyone so much for watching and see you in future videos. Peace.